Welcome everybody back to the Friar Talk podcast and YouTube channel. So for today's episode, we're going to be looking back at our spring training predictions for the National League, uh, and they're not pretty. They're, we'll, we'll let you know right now. Uh, we, we were pretty like consistent with what we thought was going to happen with the, with the playoff teams, like our projections with those teams. Um, however, only one of us picked the Brewers to make the playoffs. At least two of us picked the Nationals to make the playoffs, so it, it's not that great. But Isaac, do you want to start us off and just let us know, you know, wh- what were the teams that you had going to the playoffs, and then you know, what were your top teams, and and how did you feel about some of these teams that did make the playoffs that you didn't expect them to? Yeah, uh, so the no-brainer was the Dodgers. Um, they obviously made it made it to the to the NLCS. That was a easy pick for all of us. If if you went into the season not picking the Dodgers to at least make the playoffs, I don't know what was on your mind, um, but they definitely, I mean, they played up to expectations, so no-brainer there. Second, and this is kind of like a power rankings. Second, I want to say we're all on board with this, was the Padres. <laughs> um, really good two-thirds of the season. That one-third of the season where they collapsed was just horrific. I want to say they won four of their last 23 Something something like that. I don't even know. So they sucked. They sucked is probably an understatement. Um, guys just – Eric Hosmer proved more than useless. Um, Trent Grisham did not have a good year whatsoever. He had like a, a hot stretch of games. Tommy Pham, again, was the Tommy Pham of April and early May. And then none of our depth pieces really, really uh, – you know, were, were valuable. I mean, Hassan Kim didn't get too many at bats, but either way, you know, it's not like either of them off the bench was very good. So also got to remember lots of injuries to the guys. I'm not, I'm not using it as an, as a primary excuse, but there were some injuries. I thought we had the depth to overcome it. Clearly not lost respect or, uh, you know, manager lost the clubhouse um, clubhouse problems. I heard about a Hosmer and Austin Adams problem in the, in the dugout at a Dodger game after Adams had plunked like three people in a row, something like that. Um, so lots of issues, not only in the clubhouse, but, you know, obviously on the field as well. So what did they end with? 79 to 83. I gave them 95 wins at the beginning of the season. Didn't come even close. Um, so, you know, that's how our season went. Third, I had the Braves. And I was really high on the Braves mainly because – you know, Ozzy Albies, Ronald Acuna, Freddie Freeman, Dansby. I did not like Austin Riley. I will be the first to say I did not like Austin Riley coming into the season whatsoever. Guy just balled out this year. Looked incredible, not only on defense, but really at the plate. Hit bombs, you know, proved to be one of the future, if he's not already a star, definitely one of the future stars at the position. So, you know, he's an exciting player now. I remember, I didn't like him, like I just said, but you know, I, the main selling point for me was Max Fried, Ian Anderson, Ronald Acuna, and Freddie Freeman. Um, and, and, of course, I can't leave out Albies, but, you know, just Ronald Acuna being a perennial MVP candidate. And they just won the World Series. So, you know, props to the Braves. I think they overcame all odds, came into the postseason with the least amount of wins and just got hot at the right time and looked fantastic doing it. Fourth, who did shoot? The Mets. Well, Mets are going to met. It's really that simple. Um Jacob DeGrom got hurt, which definitely turned their season into shambles. 
Francisco Lindor proved to be maybe one of the most overrated players in baseball, you could say? I mean, I would say so. It's definitely a debate, but he just didn't live up to the contract he was he was paid, um, to the expectations that he had coming into the season. Like, I didn't think he had a very good year. And um, I think he – I still think, like, if we're going based off the past, I thought he was a very good baseball player. But, um, you know, I don't know what really happened this season. I think defensively he's still got the prowess, but at the plate he, he underwhelmed. So lots of things went wrong for the Mets. Um, nothing else to really say about them. Fifth, I had the Nationals. They sold at the deadline, so all hope was lost there. Um, they ended up selling to the team that we had it, pretty much all had in first. So overall, I went – Two for five, not very good, <laughs> not very good. But uh, you know, I'll be the first to say that 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 wasn't good. At the same time, baseball is a 162 game season. Lots of things change. Um, you know, whether it's at the trade deadline, injury wise, lots of things go wrong for a lot of teams. So you know, things are going to fluctuate back and forth. But uh, yeah, so that's how our that's how my predictions went. So. Uh, I'm just going to mention uh, none of us, and I mean none of us at all, expected the Giants to do what the Giants did. Um, we easily thought we were the second best team in the NL and uh, probably the second best team. I mean, yeah, I said the second best team in the NL. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Giants came out of nowhere. They did their thing, and they ended up winning the entire West. Uh, none of us would have predicted that. If anything, we're like, they might squeeze into a wild card spot, if anything. None of us were expecting them to actually do what they did. So, going off of that, uh, I had Dodgers at one, which I think everybody did. Uh, I said the Padres, and then I said the Mets. Uh, I'm I'm usually a really big Met believer. They usually have the rotation to do it, and they added some key offensive pieces that I thought were going to do great. Um, Lindor look like the biggest waste of money that I've seen in a minute. Um, and I, we have Eric Cosmer on the team, so that speaks volume to that statement. Um, they lost to Grom. Syndergaard never came back to pitch. Stroman held it down for a while. They had a couple of bullpen just disasters. Um, yeah, they, they just – they they met it. I, I don't know another way to put it. Mets are going to met. At four, I had the Braves, you know – Mike Soroka, Max Fried, Acuna, Albias, Ozuna, Freeman, right? They just have a monstrous lineup when you look at it. And they had the at the beginning of the season, they had the pitching to go with it too. With Mike Soroka coming back, unfortunately, you know they lost him and Acuna. Hey, but they still managed to win a World Series. So, congrats to them. Injuries didn't stop them. And then at fifth, for a while, I was debating between the Nationals and the Brewers, but I ended up going with the Brewers, thank God. So I went three for five. Uh, I, I'm i usually a big believer in the Brewers. They usually kind of just sneak in there. I didn't know if they were going to win the – it's the Central, right? Because I honestly – I even said it. I'm not the biggest Cardinals believer. I didn't think the Cardinals were going to win the Central. I thought it was going to be the Brewers all the way or, or the Nationals in the East. But, yeah, that was bad. They, I don't know what happened to them after 2019. They went from a World Series team in 2019 to the worst team in baseball in 2020. And so we're like, oh, you know what? It's a fluke. It's 2020. It was a 60 game season. They have a much better team than they than they 
played into 2020. And you know what? Maybe we were just wrong about that. Maybe 2019 was the fluke year. <laughs> so, yeah, I went three for five. Not not great, not good, but not terrible. Better than me. Yeah, for for me, it was pretty similar. Um, Dodgers at one, Padres at two. I think we I think we all had that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I, I don't remember which order I put. I think I put Braves then the Mets, and then in the fifth spot, I think I might have cheated, but I'll just say Nationals for now because I think we were kind of more on board with that. But I will mention that I was a lot higher than the Cardinals than anyone else was. And I was like, guys, like I think we're really underrating adding Nolan Arenado. Cardinals got super hot at the end of the year, um, had a pretty had a good season. I know that we were the big reason why we were a little skeptical then was just the rotation, um, if I remember correctly. Uh, but overall very bad uh another thing to mention isaac you said that you had the padres at 95 wins well me and chase had the padres in triple digits so that was also (laughs) really really bad (laughs) um so yeah we were we weren't very good i'll take a point off my score for that because that was really (laughs) far off that that was like over 20 wins off so i'm just taking a point off of i'll go two out of five for that <laughs> yeah, it was that was really bad. Um, a couple other things though to mention is like when we were talking about the Mets, we were talking about oh, like if they have Syndergaard healthy, he never came back. Like there were yeah. there were a lot of, of of like things that we would bring up. Um, the Nationals, for instance, talked a lot about Scherzer in that one. Talked a lot about Trey Turner. Well, we so- all know what happened there. Like so, I think there's a lot of like. Especially just, and this is always going to be not even baseball, but just like sports in general. Like when you try to make these predictions, there's so many outside factors. But I will say this: I think for me, the the three misses I had were the Padres, the Mets, and the Nationals. And I think for all three of those teams, I think my issue was that I really overvalued the star power, the name power of their top end guys for each of those three teams. And didn't necessarily look at like the other pieces around them, and I think that is ultimately why like I was off on those. Where, for instance, the Braves, now maybe some of those guys that weren't even, that that were on this World Series winning team were there, but you look at Jock Peterson, Eddie Rosario, and I don't know they were just added, but like those complementary pieces can be so huge to a baseball season. Um, so I think that's a lot of the reason why we're so so bad in this, um, but. That's all I have. So, so anything else you guys want to add? Yeah, uh, it's kind of crazy what a good trade deadline does for you, considering the Braves added Jock Peterson, Eddie Rosario, and uh, the World Series MVP Jorge Soler. Um, they, those were their biggest moves. Like those moves helped them so, 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 so much. And you see the Padres fail at the deadline. You see how you know they they plummeted to the max. So. You know, winning at the deadline helped them out. I didn't even talk about the teams that um that did make it that we didn't expect to be there at all. The Giants, just a bunch of old guys that came together and and put together a really good season. You know, they they bought into the concept. They bought into you know playing playing team baseball instead of the you know. I felt like the Padres, some of their players played some very selfish baseball at times, um, but this team, you know, they didn't do that at all. They played together. They you know, they showed fight. They were resilient, and and uh, you know, they, they made the right moves in the offseason, getting getting um, Gosman. 
So, you know, very good team that overexceeded everyone's expectations. The Brewers, damn, I wish we could ride people like Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns because that would be a luxury for this Padres team. Um, you know, lots of props with them, not to mention their lineup, a bunch of guys who aren't really the biggest names. Um, and considering the underperformance of Christian Yelich, you know, how how good that lineup did to be able to to propel that team to to make the playoffs. Very impressive. Lastly, the Cardinals. Just, I don't even know how the hell that happened. They just went on a really hot 17-game win streak, and they lost in the first game. So um, I, I guess props to them. Um, you know, you go on a 17-game win streak, that's really impressive. I, I, I don't know. I don't think they'll do it again, though. I will mention that we did talk about the Phillies briefly. I just don't think we all believed in that rotation. We thought they had the offense to do it. We just didn't think they had the rotation. And at the beginning of the season, Zach Wheeler probably was one of the best pitchers in baseball, if not the best pitcher in baseball for the first half. And then they kind of fell off in the second half like the Padres did. It was it was kind of like a mirror, just – Oh my God, you guys are, or like the Spider-Man meme, the ones pointing at the parking lot. They were each other. They imploded together. Uh, the only difference, the Phillies finished over 500 and beat out the Padres. You know, it's, and they were only six and a half games back of their division while we were uh, 28. Yeah. 28 games back. I didn't realize it was that bad, but yeah, we were 28 games back. And fun fact, the Rockies were 32 and a half. If there was a little more baseball at the end of the season, the Rockies might have caught up to us and passed us for third place. That's how bad we were the second half. Yeah, so there you have it. Our terrible predictions from from spring training. Um, if you do, if for some reason you want to go back and find that episode, it's like I think it's like the second one we posted. Is it the is it the first one actually? It's the fir- very first video we've ever posted. Oh, man, and a massive L. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow with some more Padres baseball.